how are you? Uh, before we even begin, like, how are you? How are things going? I'm good. I'm I'm having a great day. I took my dog to the dog park for like an hour this morning. Saw a lot of animals. That's always a good way to start your day. Yeah. And drink really nice lemonade today as well. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. Uh, I know it's kind <laughs> of, I feel kind of better now, I guess, because I'm like doing interviews again, kind of like paused mm-hmm. for a while. I know that sounds like kind of selfish, but like, like a workaholic. So I love like doing work, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, no, that doesn't sound selfish at all. You want to do the thing that you love to do, that's right? obvious. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. I, I feel like a lot like lighter doing interviews right now. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, of course. It's like, it's not natural to be so cut off from everyone else. And if that's what you like to do, of course, that would feel good. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, just even more so, just before we begin, like with COVID and things like that, like, how has it been with for you with quarantine, like for these past couple of months? Um, it's definitely been like an interesting time. I found that I don't write music as much because I'm never really alone. And I like to be like completely alone when I write, unless I'm obviously like working on something with my band, but like, I'm excited. I just want it to end. Honestly, like I don't, I I want people to be well. I just, it's a, it's a really weird time. Like I don't, and I, I don't mind being home and like, I honestly don't mind not being that social, frankly, but like for like music, especially there's not a lot of opportunity for people when there's a pandemic. And I think that musicians really need to be able to do the thing that they do best, which is like play shows. Hopefully that's the thing they do best. <laughs> yeah. I remember I was uh, telling my friend who films the show with me, like in our in-person interviews. And I said, uh, if Coachella gets canceled, I don't think there's going to be shows for the, like, I think that's like huge. So yeah, it's been, uh, Weird. I, I we've never really lived in a time where concerts, you know, can't do concerts. That's just the weirdest thing ever. It's just crazy that we never thought twice about being in like an amphitheater with a bunch of people, or even just walking past someone on the sidewalk. Like it's not something that was ever thought of as like necessarily a danger from the health public health perspective. Besides like germophobia, but that's another thing. Yeah. So it's so weird to think like when are people going to be comfortable to do that? I feel like a vaccine will need to have been developed before this sort of moves into the peripheral view. Yeah, because concerts are so uh, freeing, you know, you 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 can be mosh pitting, you could be, you know, there's such enjoyment. Okay. And now it's kind of like, oh, but yeah, um, to begin, uh, I just want to introduce myself. My name is Real Osmond. I uh, started a platform called Studio One where I'm able to interview artists that I want to interview, like yourself, uh, international acts, uh, national acts, and local acts in Toronto, where I'm from. Uh, it's really great to have you on. I know uh, we meant to do it a lot earlier, so I'm really happy that we've managed to get it going. Uh, before yeah. we begin, can you briefly just introduce yourself and then we'll just get started? Yeah, so um, I, I'm a Grizzly Coast, I guess, like, it was not the name on my birth certificate, but <laughs> my name is Alana, but I have a music project called Grizzly Coast, and I play, excuse me, <clears throat> that's a great start, but I play <laughs> rock music, and we're based in Toronto, so um, just like yourself, and uh, I started as like a solo, you know, acoustic artist, but I really felt like I didn't do anything meaningful there like I felt a big drive to play songs that make people happy and like that could be fun to play on stage and I wanted a band and so uh Grizzly Coast is really seen like my first I guess uh 
full band EP in two days on Friday. Yeah, it's exciting. Um, so talk to me about it was like, uh, I read like in the short pieces that I've seen online about you, uh, you went to Vancouver Island a lot of times in your early years. Talk to me about it was like, a, I'm not sure that's where you grew up, but I know you visited there. Talk to me about it was like growing up in general and uh, when you started like uh, going into music, did you play like the piano and guitar and that's how you kind of veer towards it or were there artists that you were listening to where you're like, oh, I really like this. Like what's kind of your foray into music? It's a good question. Um, growing up, I mean, growing up was an interesting time. I moved every two years when I was a kid. So like, I, I don't know, it was, it definitely created like a, a resourcefulness. Cause like when you're a kid and you have to make new friends every few years, you really got to like learn how to almost like win people over. And, um, I feel like with, when I started playing music, I was about, well, I think I started singing lessons when I lived, I lived near Ottawa for a bit and I would go to this woman's house and we would sing like part of your world and stuff. And like, she would give you candy if you practice. So I would be like, I'd practice all the time just to like get the candy. And uh, then my mom also had me in piano lessons, um, which I like hated. I like hated piano lessons. I don't really like strict environments in which you're supposed to produce an outcome by a certain period. Yeah. I like a lot more freedom. So like piano lessons were kind of like that. And uh, when I was 10, my parents were so nice and gave me a guitar, an acoustic guitar, like a Yamaha for my birthday. And then I really wanted to like write songs. I think I had already maybe written some songs. Like I've always been singing, but like write songs with my guitar and learn it. So I took guitar lessons for a few years and uh, was like writing songs in my bedroom that like, it's so interesting. Cause like when you write songs as a kid, you don't know like the depth of feeling yeah. that will come later in life. So I feel like so many of the songs I wrote as a kid were like, make believe almost like if I wrote about a guy like it was not about a guy that I knew it was like an idea of like what romance was or like if I I wrote like these really depressing songs I don't even know what's going on in my head like I don't think I I don't know I wrote crazy songs they a lot of them were like Beatles ripoffs yeah Yeah, so that's how I kind of got it when it comes to songwriting because I know I read that you it's something that you focus a lot on do you do you have scraps of when you wrote as a kid do you like compare the two because you said like you don't know where your head was at like when it comes to songwriting how important it is for you I guess um when like do I have copies of songs I wrote as a kid yeah because I know you you said like it looks it doesn't like I remember them all because like you don't really forget a song right at least I don't like if I know a song you know the song for life but you can't remember like someone's name you met two minutes ago but you like know the lyrics to Dynamite by Tayo Cruz or something that you heard on the radio as a kid you know like um but I have some of them written down and they're pretty like like one of them literally I like ripped off a song from the Arthur movie like I just like changed the words a bit, yeah. and it was like I, I was like I feel like I saw that on Arthur. <laughs> yeah, I, I have some. Yeah, and uh, interesting too the story behind how you figured out the Grizzly Coast name. Um, it's actually a story of My Chemical Romance. Uh, Mikey, the, one of the bandmates, the lead singer, his brother, he read a book, and on the book it said My Chemical Romance, and that's where they got the name. For you, talk to me about the story about the idea behind Grizzly Coast and the name 
and how it kind of grew into itself because I thought that was really interesting. Oh, cool. Yeah. I honestly thought for a second that you were, you like had some fact about me that my name was inspired by MCR. No, I, and I was like, <laughs> where did you read this? I was like, oh, you're not adjacent to them whatsoever. The, but, the um, Nardwar. Yeah. I was going to Nardwar you. Oh, of course. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So basically, uh, Grizzly Coast, the name came from this band I used to listen to when I lived out west or like I would go visit there after I had lived there there's a band in the couch and valley they were called no don't stop like I don't think that I think they did stop I don't think they're a band anymore maybe they are but um they had this song called grizzly coast which was about living on the west coast and uh like the beautiful lifestyle that you have out there and I've always really pined for that and missed it and uh, when I was maybe 19 years old or 18, I was needing an Instagram handle. And so I went into my iTunes library on my computer to see, like, is there anything I'm inspired by here? Yeah. Like, I don't know, the teenager. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll make it Grizzly Coast. Like, that was the coolest name that I could find. And then when I um, was looking for a band, like a project name, because my name is Alana Kavanaugh, and a lot of people mispronounce it, and they can't spell it. Yeah. And there's like all these things. So I was like wanting to, also I just kind of wanted a cooler name yeah. than Atlantic. So uh, I chose Grizzly Coast. But when I was looking for the band name, I people had already like called me Grizzly Coast sometimes, like at the place I was working at the time. So I was like, that seems like a natural choice. And that was how it came to be. Do you look back on that and find it interesting that that's like the origin story because some some bands would be like you know our name is just our name but you have like a specific origin to it when you look back on it did you find it like endearing and interesting that you it's come to be that because it is kind of cool it's cool do you think it's cool i kind of just like always thought it was just what happened but um it would be cool if i mean those guys who know don't stop are not like elusive to me like i know a lot i knew a lot of people who knew them I don't think they know about me, um, and it would be cool if I one day like ran to them, or if they like somehow knew about the project and they knew that it was named after them. Um, I've like been pretty open about that. I'm not like I came up with that. Uh, <laughs> that'd be cool to me, like because I used to really love their music. Yeah, and now becoming the artist that you are, when it comes to releasing records, take a Zuzu Petals for a song, and or even just this upcoming EP. When you release a record, is it like very like vulnerable for you? Like it's like, oh, it's finally out. Or when it comes to releasing records, is it like, I'm so happy it's finally out. Like it's out in the world. How is your process in terms of just releasing records? Because you still there's still not a lot from you yet so far. So it's still a small batch. Yeah. So I did like the singles route because nobody knew like who Grizzly Coast was, and I was trying to figure out what my sound was and how to vocalize what I wanted my sound to be to like the band. Um, and so we did like a couple singles in uh, late 2018, 2019. And then we were also, while that was happening, basically writing all of the parts for the new batch of songs that are coming out. And we've released three singles that are on the EP. So there's two new songs. Um, and your question was, uh okay yeah so basically that's all the things you said like i am very nervous because it's really nerve-wracking to 
put uh, something out there that you've worked really hard on uh, and hope that it's received well. However, I'm not necessarily nervous about what people think because um, like people that are like you and me, like music fans or non-music, people who just like passively listen to music. Yeah. Some people won't like music and that's completely fine. And some people will, and some people will think it's fine, but if not their jam, then it really doesn't bother me. I think I get more nervous about like be received by like my peers, like the industry. I I, I think I'm, I I get a little bit more nervous about that because I'm like, was this good enough? Like, will this be um, taken as seriously as I felt that it should be? And so I think that's what I like get nervous about. And also like me and my bandmate were just talking about this because her name's Jacqueline Tucci and she has a solo project as well. Yeah, and. Uh, Honestly, like the day or a couple of days before their song comes out, I, we both always like hate it. We're like, this song sucks. Why did it? This song's terrible. I can't believe that this is going to be out in the world. And like, I've done yeah. that on songs that did like really well and like that I know are good. And I like love them when I wrote it. And I was like, this is amazing. It was, we were writing it with the band then. And I'm like, oh, this sounds sick. When I get like the mix back. But actually, most times when I get the mix back, I'm like, I suddenly hate my my entire career choice but uh once it's after it's out then i'm like oh no i like this again that was just like a weird protective mechanism yeah so on that note then the idea of um a debut ep or even just the idea of a debut given that we're days away from it being released in its entirety how are you currently feeling then with the this uh very close to being out i think i'm really excited for it to be out because i wrote all the songs in like 2018 so I'm kind of like, I feel like most artists, you shouldn't even say this. <laughs> I feel like a lot of artists would be like, they'll write something and it takes so long and they're so passionate about it. And then by the time it comes out, so it's hard to like live in the moment of like, this is coming out now, but I really try to. And I am really excited to like give these songs um, the attention and like the light of day that they deserve because uh, having been like lyrically written, you know, a year and a half ago, it's exciting to know like oh finally these are gonna be out there and like people can actually like know what i've been doing and working on like so hard for the last two years so um it's exciting i'm like real. i'm really excited like i i'm still trying to sort of like just go with it and see what happens and like you know let everyone know it's out and then not try to stress too much about like how it goes after it so just enjoy it here from my heart to your streaming service or Bandcamp purchase. <laughs> yeah, I find that really interesting too because so many um, bands or artists they'll release like a, their first single and up from an album maybe like seven months prior to the actual album being out, and then when it actually comes out, that's one of the questions I always ask like how does it feel like or how is the process behind it because there is so much time in between because then sometimes when you release an EP or an album you might already be focusing on something else and we don't really see that part of it so with uh with quarantine and with this ep uh, i know it's time to be excited about it being out what's what does it look like for you right now are you gonna go back into writing or are you gonna let yourself kind of appreciate you know the ep being out <laughs> i'm gonna be writing <laughs> i need to i need to get writing like i used to write so much and then I kind of just like fell out of the swing when quarantine was happening because like I said I really like to write when I'm by myself and you know like my partner's always home that's totally fine uh but like I don't get that me time in the same way and that's how I've always seen writing is like it's like 
time for myself. We also have a puppy who like needs a lot of attention. So yeah. I like really want to start writing. I've written a lot of new songs, but like I just want to be. I feel like I need to be writing more, and that's what I'm excited for. Like the EP's out, and that's fantastic. And I hope like it go. Well, it's not out in two days, you know, whatever. Uh, but I really, I'm not gonna like take a break because it is something that. I feel like I've taken a break from for a few months now since quarantine began. Yeah. And a large part of being an artist, too, that we didn't touch upon is the idea of performing and doing live shows. Uh, is this something that you've grown into? Because I think I've read that uh, you, you might have had like anxiety performing and you kind of like would go to like shows and you, that would, you'd meet people that were in bands and that would get you more comfortable with it. So for you performing, um, how has that been? Are there any particular shows that you can say that are like highlights where you feel like you've grown as a performer? Yeah, definitely. Um, my like my arc of like being nervous at shows has obviously been like has changed over time. Like when I was playing solo acoustic like three years ago, two years ago, three years ago, I was like a lot more nervous because it was a new thing and like I developed a bit of a like almost phobia and of performing because I was just, you know, it was just very overwhelming for me. It was like physically, like it made me feel sick, but um, I worked on that like pretty well. It's not an issue anymore, but before every show, I obviously always feel nervous. I just like, if I have like a nervous thought, I just try to ignore it, you know? And performing has also evolved a lot, just in the sense of, like, playing folk music, it's a different kind of performance. And I don't play that anymore. We play, like, indie rock music. It's pretty, like, fast and fun. And performing is, like, truly one of the best feelings on earth. I actually remember the first time I played a show with my full band, or the second time, I guess. The first one was I was more nervous. The second time, like, I was on stage being like, oh, I'm actually enjoying this. Like, I'm actually having fun. Yeah. Because before, it was such a nerve-wracking experience. I just wanted it to be over. Um, this is years ago. But when I started playing with the band, I was like, oh, this is actually so much fun. And people are having fun. And, like, I don't actually want this to end. And definitely, like, my highlight performing would have been when we played at Lee's Palace. Um, we were, like, opening for this artist named Begonia and this band called Fast Romantics. And it was just, like, it was a sold-out show, so everyone was already there when we opened, which was really awesome, like, of their fans. And, like, obviously our fans were there, too, but, like, we didn't sell at Lee's Palace on our own or anything yeah. like that. So it was, like, they were such a warm crowd, and, like, whenever I would talk, they were so, like, encouraging and, like, um, just like really receptive and it just made the night just so fantastic and I felt so um, like powerful and great after the set but also after the set I really just wanted to be like in a chamber alone because it was like so much stimulation yeah. but it was so much fun and um, yeah I've done this a few times well not interviews I think I do it every time now uh, usually I end interviews asking like an artist like um how is the rest of the 2020 looking, you know, shows, concerts, things like that. It's like a running gag now with all my interviews because with everything going on, it's like not even like can't really answer it. So my thing is now like for you, I guess in particular, what is uh, something you have learned throughout the journey you've been on as a musician that has, has made you better and better, I guess? Yeah, 
what's something that you could think about or just like a general thought of just like um something you didn't think would be hard but it is maybe like performing or i don't know huh that's a really good question i feel like i need to think about it like so what was your first question when you changed it uh it was like uh over the course of your career so far what's something that uh you've learned that you might not have thought about earlier in your career i kind of let the artists kind of think about what the answer might be just to throw it out there yeah huh i'm sorry i'm just like there are many things that I've learned, and yet none of them are coming to my head right now. I think, oh, you know what's something that I have learned that I think is beneficial is, I think collaboration is a beneficial thing to uh, the music experience. Like, I don't think, like, no, the whole term, like, no man is an island. Like, when I was writing my songs for the EP, I did it, like, basically all by myself. I had a co-write on one song that's coming out. Um, I like wrote it and my band members helped structure the ending sort of thing and the other day or like a couple weeks ago I had my guitar player come over to our backyard and we were like just working on writing together because like I don't I feel like it's so easy for an artist to fall into like the things they always do yeah and so I think that it's beneficial to make sure that for writing this record I'm working with Pavel who plays guitar in the band and Jacqueline who plays bass to make sure that we're like diversifying the songs because they'll have ideas that I wouldn't think of and the music can only benefit from that and there's I don't need the pride of being like I did this by myself if I can sorry have a better end result that makes people enjoy it more through collaboration um again thank you so much for taking the time to be on studio one I really, really enjoy your music. Like, I love your music. Like, uh, I, like indie, indie rock. Like, like I don't know. It just makes me like. There's kind of this nostalgia feel to it, but it's fresh. I really, really like your music, and I can't wait to like see you live. Like, honestly, and that's why I feel so bad that we should have already had this interview, but I like messed up that day. But um, yeah, thank you so much for being on Studio One. Absolute pleasure. Uh, especially the fact that you're from Toronto too. So it's really great that I get to highlight an amazing local act. Uh, thank you again. Oh, you're you're too kind seriously that's so nice and i'm really happy that you're that you enjoy it and, um and it's not like you're trying to like fill your interview quota or whatever <laughs> <laughs> like i'm glad that you how did you discover uh, oh through an email yeah did I email and, you yeah and cool. look like and i don't tend to look at all of my emails but i'm just like oh indira let me let me see this and it's really really good and i think like immediately i was like oh let's set something up so, yeah, oh, that's fantastic. Oh, I'm so happy. And uh, you were great to talk to. I really appreciate you having me on and reaching out. Seriously. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and we'll have to meet at the show whenever that can happen again. Yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, uh, stay safe and take care and hopefully show very in the future. Yes, you too, man. See have, ya. Have a good day. Bye.